Wednesday, the 13th of June, 1962. I am the wind. I skeet across tarmac and whoosh over dale. Birds skate along my amorphous limbs and the sun bakes down on my back. I am a Sirocco, hot as the desert sand. I fly, I loop, I race. I'm also Evie, as old as the hills, sixteen and a half, as tall as a tree, five foot eleven, and as wise as time, perhaps. A dog-loving, celery-hating, never-annoying, always-enjoying, at times corduroying, brackets deploying, daughter of Arthur, and the fastest girl with a milk bottle in East Yorkshire. My milk delivery speed is not usually worthy of comment. Under normal circumstances, I'm to be found doing my rounds either on foot with a few bottles in an old basket, or on my bike, in which case I carefully balance the basket up front, leaving the bike front-heavy and ripe for an accident if I break suddenly, as I often do. Today, though, I'm flying. I've borrowed Arthur's other child, his MG Roadster. If he'd knew I'd taken the car, he would not be happy. Luckily, he's currently in his trusty old Land Rover on a shopping trip to Leeds with Christine, our housekeeper, stocking up on a new shaving brush, him, and just a few little bits and bobs, her, Despite being only eight years older than me, Christine, hoarder, Mona, heifer, always makes it very clear that she is an adult and I am not. Although in Christine's world, being an adult seems to consist of little more than listening to Mantovani's LPs, drinking baby sham and wearing cleavage-bolstering dresses. I have been warned about driving Arthur's pride and joy before. It is one of many things classified as off-limits. Other things that are off-limits include the telephone, the drinks cabinet, the bull, yes, this is the country, the attic, assorted ornaments and vases, and, by far the largest category, Christine's things. A group of objects that seems to be growing in number with the speed of a virus. I've broken the off-limits car rule today because this morning is the occasion of my first ever hangover. Somehow, my brain knows to tell me that being on a bike would not be good. But why doesn't it say anything about driving a car? Yesterday, at 4.02pm, I finished my last O-level exam, chemistry. By 5.30pm, I was slumped in the corner of my best friend Margaret's father's barn, slugging a perm-inducing mix of spirits from an old dandelion and burdock bottle. The day before, Margaret, girl guide, practical, destined for teaching, had suggested we get something fizzy so we could celebrate the end of our exams. She'd supply the food and I was tasked with getting two bottles of baby sham from Christine's stash at the back of the pantry. As if trying to remember about titration numbers and endothermic compounds hadn't been mentally exerting enough. The pantry is a dark cave of plenty. Its shelves are lined with tins, packets, bottles and jars, all standing like soldiers on a parade ground, best face forward and ready for action. The back of the pantry slurps down, and it's there, tucked away, that Christine keeps her baby sham. Usually there are dozens of bottles of the stuff, herd upon prancing herd, but last night there were only two. Two bottles, two very conspicuous bottles, 
So I made do with the drinks cabinet, off limits, see above, decanting half an inch of everything into the most innocent-looking bottle I could find. Initially, my drinks cabinet cocktail wasn't a success. Margaret said it was like drinking vapour rub. But after a while, we both decided it didn't taste so bad after all. It was definitely helped down by Margaret's food. Two bags of crisps, a Melton Mowbray pork pie, some sherbet dips and a box of Terry's Neapolitans. I can remember lots of dancing, with each other and with assorted hair bales, and lots of falling, falling off things, falling over things, falling under things. But the rest of the evening is a bit of a blur. Fourteen hours later, I woke up in bed. How did I get there? Wearing my Adam Faith nighty back to front, and with my hair clumped together in tufty knots, well beyond the means of any brush known to man or woman. I lay still for a few minutes, letting life and the room settle, before realising that I was late for my milk run. A small and select clientele made up mainly of family friends. The milk run is my principal job around the farm, along with some occasional hay spreading and cow scrubbing. Downstairs, a note on the kitchen table, gone to Leeds, back six-ish, Dad, reminded me that there was nobody around to enforce the off-limits rule, and so here I am in Arthur's MG, flying from village to village, the very model of a very modern milkmaid.